Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hit me, Dakota. Sharp Money. Go ahead, Dakota. Hit me. Sharp Money present. Samo bomb. You see the explosion sharp money presented by DraftKings. We welcome you back. I'm Patrick Maher live from Los Angeles. The big guy. It's been a week, although he is looking sexy because the weight loss challenge with he and JVT, my man is two a day all over the place. He's running with Floyd Mayweather in the morning. He's got his Brazilian trainer in the afternoon and in the middle, he gets the odds wrong, but that doesn't matter because all I care about is his health. That is Dustin Sweetelson live from the D. What's cracking, Big D? I Dustin? Re- I, I respect women more than Floyd Mayweather. Don't put me in a group with them. I respect women so much, I don't even speak to them anymore. That's well put. Uh, Mike Samich joins us. Well, actually, Mike, on a Friday, top five Mike. Everybody knows it. Mike Samich, the host of The Handle here on VSIN, one of the best Horse racing handicappers and sports handicappers around. Somo Bomb on Twitter, of course, we say hi to Well Actually. Hi, Mike. How are you? Well, you know, actually, I'm doing pretty good, Patrick. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. I wanted to run something by you. First off, great article over at vsin.com. You wrote about NBA props. Maybe just a little overview before we get into it. NBA props article over at vsin.com. Yeah, I, I'm not a huge NBA prop better. And uh, I, I've noticed more and more people getting into this market. So I wanted to take a look at it. And I had a hypothesis going into it that when you're looking at the points plus rebounds plus assists prop, really what the most important part of that is going to be points. And it, it's kind of logical, right? You get more, you can have more points per possession than you can have rebounds or assists in most cases. And when you look at what the totals are, you're seeing anywhere from, we'll call it 50 to 70% of that player's PRA stat being in that point side. So I kind of dove a little bit deeper and looked at so well, some guys who I called the stat stuffers. So guys like Jokic and Doncic who put up big numbers in all three categories and then went, took a step further and looked at guys who put up big numbers in two categories. And uh, the numbers were pretty staggering to me after tracking it for a little over a month. Uh, you really need to have the points to be able to go over, over those totals. And when you break it down, playing one total is much more profitable than looking at the collection of multiple totals, specifically if you think someone is going to go big in the point side. So it was interesting when I was able to look at that. I've got some stats in that article specifically around Doncic and his season stats for it. And then looked at Gobert as well in his season stats when he goes over or under his points totals. So are you, again, you can go read the article at vsin.com. Are you kind of debunking the idea of the comfort factor of coupling PRAs? I think that's exactly what's going on. I think books are, are assume people are going to play the over in Correct. PRAs versus playing the under. And so you're generally seeing anywhere from a half to a full point rebound plus assist juiced up in those totals versus combining the three totals uh, just by themselves. And you're also seeing situations where, look, if, if a guy, let's Doncic, for example, his points tonight is 31 and a half. If he goes 10% under that, he would score 28 points. His rebounds plus assist total is 17. He would need to go 20% over that rebounds and assist total 21 to be able to get over his PRA total. So you'd need a 20% overage in two stack categories that are more difficult to amass. And so essentially what's happening is these books are taking advantage of the idea that 
betters are saying, well, if he falls just short of his points total, I kind of have this, this hedge, this out, because he could have a big night from a rebound and assist perspective. But when you actually break it down, Doncic specifically, when he misses his points total by 10%, the under in the PRA is 10 and two so far this year. So it doesn't, it doesn't equate to you actually winning your bet. If you can't get over that 10% under the number. Yeah. There's a comfort fallacy or a collective fallacy with the PRA. Dustin, I know you're getting attacked. We can get to that in a second, but you're a big prop <laughs> better. And again, that PRA is always going to be shaded. Just exactly what Samich said, but you can go check out the research and check out the video before we get to you getting bombed on right now. I got your back, big guy. Uh, let's quickly touch on the PRAs because you're a big prop better here. So the comfort factor, it does feel like a bit of insurance, right? You feel like, well, if he misses a couple buckets, grabs one or two extra rebounds, there's assists there. Um, I think maybe the way I bet there's a chance it could work because I'm all, all about usage and based on who's going to play more because someone's out because of uh, injury. Uh, but... Mike, when you found the research, was it just the top end guys you looked at, or did you look at any like the middle of the pack? I looked at mostly the top end guys because I wanted people that could put up that were averaging at least five or six rebounds and assists a game. So I, I took it down to like the the Donovan Mitchell type level. Yeah. Um, I didn't go below that. So so the one thing I would say is if you got a guy who's scoring, let's say. 14, 15 points per game, averaging two assists, two rebounds. The numbers may be slightly different there. But again, if you look at that type of number, and let's say you're 14, two and two, that totals out to 18 total points plus rebounds plus assists. You're probably getting a 19 and a half number on him. Mm -hmm. And the chance for him to go over any of those categories is significantly higher on the point side because a, it's easier to score points than it is to get a rebound or assist in a game. And you can, it's, it, you can get more of those in a single possession. So the percentage over from points makes much more of a drastic difference on the overall total of your bet. What I found is that playing one specific stat, if you like points, rebounds, or assists and breaking them out long-term, you're going to be more profitable than playing all three as a combined wager. And there's more likely to have a plus money on those as well. I believe. You're, if you're ever playing the overs, you're much more likely to have a plus money. Rarely are you seeing overs at plus money in the PRA market. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, you can check out the video. Great job, Mike, as always. And, hey, we must say, great job yesterday. The work ethic off the charts. Work hard, Mike, is also part of my top ten. Because yesterday, Lombardi Line still sent us a video for the family plays. We do have two more family plays coming up. I've got a Thomas Gable play for you as well. Samich has got a bunch of picks. I've got picks. The big guy's got picks. But we have a developing situation, which is unfortunate. And Dustin Sweetelson is absolutely getting attacked. Dustin, the floor is yours. No, Mike with the PRAs just attacking me. Everything I believe in is betting PRAs, and he's out here being like, this guy's an idiot. That's what just happened here. Oh, I thought people were attacking you for maybe the misappropriation of the number two overall market numbers. No, no, I mean, that, that dude, that's, that, look, what happens, Patrick, do you know what the Mandela effect is? Please. So we're all in these different timelines, these different worlds, and sometimes, like, the Berenstein Bears are actually the Berenstain Bears, but everyone remembers they were the Berenstein Bears. All that happens is your memories and these timelines that we're on, they, they cross circuit at times. So you think something happened, and it did happen in your world, but you now have jumped to a different timeline. And now you and I were in one timeline yesterday where Drake May was not laying money to be the number two overall pick, and today, something happened when the sun came up. We crossed into a timeline with this. This version of Mike Samich lived in another version of that market, and he believes that the number was different when he last saw it. All that happened is we have both true realities, but our realities now converge into this new one. Hey, Mike, so the draft's coming up this spring. I wanted to run a couple of things by you. Samo bomb right there. Good stuff from Dustin. I wanted to run a couple of things by you uh, because I know you, you bet on the draft and as far as the props. Uh, the wide receiver market is very interesting. It's loaded. Not sure we've seen a wide receiver market like this since, gosh, the Odell draft was big, wasn't it, boys? Obviously, Jamar Chase, that draft was big. But here are the big guys, wide receivers, in order. And this is regardless of need. And I'd like for you to comment. He's got Marvin Harrison Jr. at one. He's got Malik Neighbors at two. He's got Keon Coleman at three. He has Roma Dunze at four. He has Lad McConkie at five. He's got Troy Franklin at six. And he's got A.D. Mitchell at seven. Do you have thoughts on the big guy's big board of wide receivers? 
Uh, Keon Mitchell seems a little high to me. Um, I would, I would, I think there's a clear one, two, and three, much like the quarterbacks, where it's uh, Harrison Neighbors and Adunze at one, two, and three. <laughs> After that, I think you can get a little, uh, a, a little frisky with where you want to put some guys. I, I think that Keon Coleman's at least in that conversation if you want to have him somewhere in the four range. Um, I like Mitchell quite a bit. I get the Mankaki like. I think he's going to be one of those really good jitterbug type uh, wide receivers coming into the NFL this year. I, the, the biggest one that jumps out to me is Keon Coleman. I, I wouldn't have him that high on the board. Okay. Big guy, Mr. Mandela, do you have a response? Oh, no, this is the reality we're all in right now, where Keon Coleman's body type is just going to be able to withstand the physicality of today's NFL. And Roma Dunes, they have a lot of questions about that frame. I think he's really fast. I don't think he can take hit after hit, and I think he was open a lot of times against really soft Pac-12 defenses with a great offensive scheme, also benefiting from two other NFL receivers on the field at the same time, so they couldn't, he couldn't draw as much attention. I think Keon Coleman is an absolute dude. Okay, finally, we'll throw up. Again, this is written in stone, so it's not subjective. This is an objective list, but I'll just show it to you for funsies, and we'll come back and get into some handicapping. I put up my big board of college quarterbacks coming out of the draft. Let's go ahead and throw it up for Samich, just so he understands and he can learn a little something. Caleb Williams is one. Two with a bullet is Jaden Daniels. Obviously, Michael Penix Jr. is three. Bo Nix, that's pretty apparent, is four. Drake May, a little bit of a project, that's five. Spencer Rattler, six. And J.J. McCarthy is seven. I'm not really sure if I'm expecting you to say much because, again, written in stone. But if you'd like to comment, feel free. Well, Patrick, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I, I, like, I, I'm going to come on here. I'm not even a Drake May apologist. You guys are way into the Drake May slander here. Like, I agree. I may not. I think Daniel should go two overall. I think May should be three. But the gap between May and everybody else, I agree with you. I actually think Penix is four. I'm not into this J.J. McCarthy hype train that everyone else is on. Uh, but the gap between those three and everybody else in this draft class is pretty drastic. Like, I'm surprised that you guys are both so low on Drake May going into this. Well, it's not just Dustin and I. Also, a gentleman named Hello Merrill Hodge. Ever heard oh, of him? Yeah. Some, I've I've heard of him so, before. <laughs> yeah, and, and he he said last year. But well, you know what he said. Anyway, yeah, I guess again the Drake May conversation: completion percentage down, interceptions up. People say the talent around him. I say uplift that talent. Also, I just think he's kind of the footwork's dirty outside the pocket. I didn't see a ton from him. I loved, however, prototypical frame. I don't think he's going to be ready year one. So I think it's a little bit of a project. I think Penix, I mean this when I say, I think if the Miami Dolphins had true serum, they're about to give a second contract to Tua. I think they'd take Penix today and get rid of Tua if they could. I think that's how ready Penix is to play. I think Bo Nix is going to be a star. I think Spencer Rattler is going to be a surprise. And I think J.J. McCarthy is remarkably overrated. Okay, enough of that. In stone, like we said, I'm glad Mike agreed with me. When we return, get into some college basketball handicapping with the one and only Mike Samich right here, Sharp Money. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. 
Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Okay, Sharp Money right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We are presented by DraftKings. The baseball betting primer is out and it's free. I think this is the type of information when we hand it out for free. I'm like, what are we doing? Because you should have to sign up to become a pro to get it. The reason is the Saber metrics can be very intimidating. And I thought Burke and the crew did a great job explaining specifically what you should be using when it comes to Saber metrics because every year baseball is absolutely inundated with more. However, there's a particular few you should focus on and use for your formula. Also, how to bet spring training. The pros do profit there. World Series futures analysis as well. VEASAN.com slash guide to download it for free right now. We got you back here. Dustin Sweetelson, live downtown Las Vegas at the D. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles and Santa Barbara is Mike Samich, host of The Handle, Saturdays and Sundays, Beeson.com. He's got a great article up on props. We were having a conversation during the break about the article, and Dustin was pushing back with some of his losses from last night, and really it's just about the comfort fallacy where you see the PRA, and you want to jump in on that market because you feel comfortable with it. It's very suggestive, that market, but it's priced in as well. Okay, a couple of things from last night. One, Mike, if you'd like to comment, 46-18-1, the unders since the All-Star break. Now, it's pretty, it's pretty understandable. These teams are starting to lock in, dial in, and show effort. Effort in basketball means defense. So, put 72%, that's, a, that's an impressive clip to the under. A very impressive clip to the under. And it's almost as big enough sample size to actually say that there is something here. Now, the books are going to start adjusting pretty quickly. Like you said, Patrick, this is an effort thing more than anything else. We're seeing defensive effort ramp up and we're seeing possessions last a little bit longer uh, for most teams in the NBA right now. And that's going to drive it down. We're not seeing a drop drop in shooting percentage. We're not seeing a drop in three point percentage. It's just possessions per game. And so the key metric to look at is possessions per game moving forward. And if that number stays flat with what we are currently seeing, then you have to kind of adjust your overall season total total numbers because you're going to see more totals go under if you're working with first half lines, essentially first half totals. Another thing that popped out for me last night, I want to go through a few one we we can't be back in the Lakers. I'm sorry, because again, we know <laughs> it's LeBron, it's Anthony Davis, but, and you're going to have a day's rest. Sometimes two days rest come a two month slog, which is the postseason. But we saw him last night struggle. They had to go to overtime against a nine and 50 wizards team. And I was curious because the previous night, they had a historic win against the Clippers, Mike, of course, 19 in the fourth for LeBron, the 21 point comeback for LeBron was the biggest in his career. He's 39 years old. He's otherworldly. However, Last night, LeBron played 37, AD played 41, D'Lo played 43, and they needed every second to beat the Wizards. Yikes. Yeah, your problem with saying D'Lo played 43 there is as if he is the big three or third piece of this, this team. Delangelo Russell's not that guy you want to rely on. And, and when you have AD and you have LeBron, LeBron specifically at his, his age, it's tough for him to bring that A game every single night. The nice part about the playoffs, I will say, Patrick, at least the spacing is better. We saw that you get two or one or two nights off between every single game. That's an advantage for the Lakers when we get to the postseason. And this Lakers team gave Denver a pretty tough series last year. They did get swept, but all those games were relatively close. I'm not totally out on the Lakers. Uh, the game two nights ago was just 
a fallacy. I mean, they got lucky to be able to come back and win that game. Yeah. LeBron doesn't shoot that well from three generally. So to me, that's just kind of an outlier here. But the back-to-back -back is a big issue for this Lakers team, especially after an effort like that. And then having to take on a, a Wizards team that's more up to play than the, the Lakers were last night. Be interested to see what we get them from them going forward. But this is a team where I'm looking for situational spots to play them and situational spots to fade them. Because you're going to get a different effort on a nightly basis from the Lakers. And what we learned two nights ago for the Clippers, again, that's a deep team that can shoot the three, but if they don't have the big three, they're not winning a championship. I know that sounds, that's not necessarily groundbreaking information, but the lack of defense on the wing with Paul George and also that score when James Harden and Kawhi are the big two, the balls in James Harden's hands more. And he's not necessarily an assist guy in that spot because he's driving to the lane, trying to get to the free throw, almost like old school James Harden. When the three of them are out there, Harden becomes much more of a facilitator and you have, of course, Paul George, along with Kwai, your top two scoring options. They got killed on Sunday night by Sacramento. They gave up a 21-point fourth quarter to the Lakers two nights ago. The Clippers are fascinating because they are deep, and with the big three, they can win a championship. One of those is missing. They absolutely cannot. Can they? Can, like, Does anyone really yes. want to jump on this Clippers bandwagon? It's, okay, Paul George and James Harden, are atrocious traditionally in the playoffs. They're losers. Are we sure we want both of them in a big game, a game six or game seven. I realize you've got Kawhi there. He is a big game player. No knock on him at all, but he just stopped playing last year in the playoffs because of a knee injury. That's that's still in the cards here. That's still possible for this Clippers team. And then you have Harden and George who love to just not show up in key games. I, to me, I look, if you got this Clippers team at a big number, okay, cool. Good luck. That could happen. But when you're looking at the current numbers, I think they're four and a half to one to win the, the, the NBA title right now. A lot has to go right. And two players have to completely change their playoff architecture to be able to make them a championship contender. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever heard of the Mandela effect? Just kidding. Don't answer that. <laughs> don't, speaking don't, I don't of the Clippers. I want to go back to a Marvel movie here. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of the Clippers, you got Zubak over rebounds tonight. Yeah, I got Zubak over eight and a half rebounds tonight. The matchup's great with uh, the Washington Wizards. They are atrocious uh, giving up rebounds. They give up the most rebounds uh, of any team in the NBA and specifically to the center position. Love giving them up to the center position. We're not sure what lineup we're going to get from the Clippers. Looks like Zubac is going to play. We're not sure who else is going to be in there for him. I think it's a game where he has the opportunity to absolutely feast on the inside. So I'll take over eight and a half rebounds for Zubac. Looked at the points prop too. It's the 12 and a half. Uh, you're actually getting plus money to the over but he, he's kind of averages right around that 12 number. And without knowing who else is in the game here for the Clippers, I wasn't willing to go that route. Full transparency right now at DraftKings, he's up to nine and a half, 110 up and down. Just so you know. Well, <laughs> I would, I would still lean toward the nine and a half. Um, the eight okay. and a half was with the number I was more comfortable with, but I would still lean toward that nine and a half. And I'm not sure if what you get, what price you would get if you bought it down to eight and a half. Um, but that, that was the number that I saw earlier today that the, I played it at. The Washington front court is the one matchup I do like to attack. Like I'm not very matchup based with my props. A lot of it's just from people being out. I love playing centers against them. I was hoping Zubak was going to be out tonight with an illness so I could play Plumley over because Plumley's numbers usually set at like six and a half, seven and a half. And whenever Zubak's out, he plays a ton and gets a ton of boards. Mason Plumley, that's my guy. <laughs> Remember, I see him on the dates right there on the strand walking. It's so funny watching these these athletes. Like you've never seen anything like NBA players. When you go into a locker room, you don't feel like the same species. But think about when I saw Plumley, who's a seven footer, going walking on a walking date with a young lady that's probably five foot four. It even looks more awkward. Anywho, <laughs> I hope it worked yeah. out for the two. They actually were smiling and having a great time. Um, trans, the, what transpired in San Antonio last night to me, Mike, is fascinating because you had the rookie of the year wrapped up. And it's like, that's how these awards work. That's how this market works. It's very much narrative based. And when you have Chet V one-on-one -on -one Wemby and Wemby just dominated last night, he jumped up to a minus 1400 favorite over at DraftKings for rookie of the year. I'm not sure. Maybe you can frame it better than I, I'm not sure how to frame the player Wembyama. 28 points, 13 boards, seven assists, five blocks and two steals. But there was a sequence last night where he hit a three on the wing Runs back on defense, Chet at the free throw line, takes a jumper. Wemby was under the basket, leaped out and blocked the ball, and Chet fell backwards. And it was just like, what are we even watching here with this Wembyama guy? It's freakish. 
the the alien comp is actually pretty good because when you watch him on a basketball court, you just can't believe some of the things he can do. I was watching him a few nights ago, and he he went for a poke steal, uh, reaching around a guy's back, completely missed it, goes out of position, and yet still able to block the shot at the rim because he was able to recover due to the height. It feels like you're almost watching a taller version of Giannis who can shoot better, which is wildly yeah. <laughs> scary if this guy is able to add some weight and be able to get to the rack the way Giannis is because I don't know how you stop him. The conversation to me is, look, Defensive player of the year should have probably been in the in the cards this year for him. Defensive player of the ne year next year is something I'm looking forward to betting for him if I can get anywhere in that five, six to one number. And then when do you start considering him in the MVP market? I think is the other question here, because if you get a actual guard in San Antonio who can help facilitate that offense, he can absolutely blow up. And the question is, is it going to be second year or third year that he makes that jump and puts himself in the conversation. What is the open yeah, Mike next Justin. year? What's that, Dustin? What is the open next year MVP? Depends who's playing with him. Um, a fair number to me would be somewhere in the 10 to 12 to 1 range. That's what I thought, 12. Well, what's fat, and I agree with you both. I agree with you, Mike, when you talk about the defensive player of the year market. He's 10 to 1 right now. Gobert is minus 800. It was decided a long time ago Gobert was going to win this award. He's on the best defensive team in the NBA. He obviously has a past of winning the award, and it was just decided. But Wembeyama should be closer to 5 to 1. Like yeah, he's he was, incredible. He was 20. He was 25 to one to win that award this weekend. So he's dropped from was he really? to one down to down to 10 to one in, in less than a week here. So we're seeing something come in, but the problem is you don't know how many more games you're getting from Wembenyama the rest of the season. And his minutes aren't where they need to be. If you want to be able to really pad those counting stats. And next year, that MVP market, he's most likely going to be on. If it's a 500 team, we, we shall see, but you got to be on a better team than that. When we return, we've got more plays and a family vid right here. Sharp Money, Samich joining on a Friday. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, become a VEASAN pro. Keep telling you. Again, set it and forget it for a year. Samich has got the picks. Samich has got the write-ups. The big guy. When the big guy gets on fire with the props, watch out. Gable sends over plays. He's on a 13-4 and four run. Yeah, we give you some on the air, but a lot of them are saved for the picks page. Well, when you're a VEASAN pro, you get them. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You get the betting splits as well, all for $199. Bucks. You save $41, but you have to use the promo code SHARP. S-H-A-R-P. Okay, we got you back here. Sharp Money on a Friday. Hope you're having a nice week. We're getting closer and closer. Mike Samich, the handle, Saturdays and Sundays, vcin.com betting analyst and host. The big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. Of course, I'm Patrick Maher as we welcome you back here on Sharp Money. We're getting closer. We've got conference tournaments starting up next week's boys. And Dustin, we're going to have a little fun with this because we're going to try to come up with some futures plays here as far as college basketball as a family what do we got yeah. look we're each going to throw out a couple options here's one on the shorter end one on the longer end and then as a group we're going to decide what we want to do here what we want to actually play and we're going to ride together as a family i'm hoping i can convince you guys to do this every friday we'll call it family future friday triple f triple f Shall we be kind? He is a friend of ours, and he joins us every Friday. Let Samich go first. Now, big guy, you can pick. Do you want Samich to give shorter number or longer number first? Give me your shorter one first. I want to I wanna wait on the long one. I was between two teams on the shorter side. Uh, I have a North Carolina 18-to-1 ticket already in the account. Uh, I think that they're, they're a team that can fill up the buckets, and if they – Lift up the defensive intensity. I think that they can play defense with anybody in the country. They're also successful inside and outside of the offensive side, so it's not completely reliant on the three. But I'm going to go to the Pac-12. Uh, I realize conference isn't very good top to bottom, but I do think the team at the top is very good. And I think they're underrated because of how bad the Pac-12 has been as a conference so far this year. So I'm going to take Arizona 14 to 1 is my shorter price. Okay, that's a cute play. Uh, I'll correct you and say the correct answer for short is 750 on Houston. Mike Samich, physical toughness, offensive rebounding. When you get to the tournament, you want a team with an identity, and that's this Houston team. They replace three starters. They're poised to win the Big 12, the best league in the country, their first season in it. Top five in turnover rate, two-point defense, block percentage, and steal percentage. Three opponents have scored more than 70 points against the Cougars this year. Six opponents, this is for you, Smarty Pants, have scored more than one point per possession. They're freaking awesome. 
Shed is the toughest player and the one point guard you want. We always talk about guard play, the senior when it comes to tournament time. And I think the difference this year could be LJ Cryer. Remember, last year in the second round loss to Creighton, Cryer dropped for Baylor 30 points. The scoring is the issue for Houston. Cryer could be the difference maker come tournament time. Short price for me, Houston seven and a half to one. Big guy. I don't even want Samich to respond because I can tell by his face he wishes he took Houston. Uh, Purdue. I'm just kidding. I would never put Matt Painter out there in this conversation. <laughs> Guy stinks. He's going to stink again. He will never win a national championship. Uh, when it comes to the shorter ones, I am intrigued by North Carolina. I got down on Kentucky this week, but there's another team sitting here at 25-1, to 1, and I understand they don't play a lick of defense. But we're talking about yes. the luck of the bracket and how the bracket plays out. At 25 to 1, Let's Alabama, if, yes. if they end up with a bunch of options on their side that can't run with them, they're going to shoot people to death. Defense won't matter when they're just running up and down. These other teams just don't have the ponies to hang. You know what? I almost swore. <laughs> I swear to God. I was going to say, I, uh, I'll say this. I freaking love it, big guy. It's a great job by you. I just, Alab and you know what else about Alabama if we do end up picking them as the family play? Fun to watch. Yeah. Like So the reason why I didn't go like Kentucky, similar to Arizona, I could see both of those programs going to the Final Four. I could see both of them getting knocked out by like whoever this year's St. Peter's is this year. Okay. Yeah, I got – I got no interest in Alabama or or uh, Alabama. I'm sorry. I have no interest in Alabama or Kentucky. Both of them are just awful on the defensive side of the ball. And when we go into tournament time, the last thing I want is a team that relies on three pointers and doesn't play any defense because that can end real fast, especially when you get in these new stadiums with sight lines. Alabama will be a lot of fun to watch until the game where they shoot 25% or 20% from three and our ticket goes down in flames. Oh, so you're saying you agree with me in Houston. Uh, I would I, look, honestly, if I'm taking Houston or UConn, I would rather have UConn at the five to one number than Houston at seven fifty. but I would Ugh. take, I would put Houston over Alabama. Hey, Dustin, just quick, pretend like Mike's not here. Has he ever agreed with us? No. Incapable. Uh, time hey, for Mike. Wait. Just yeah. real quick question, guys. Uh, who told you to take Kansas city when you won that $3,000 Super Bowl future? I can't remember. Me neither. I'll think about it, and I'll let you know the next time you're on next Friday. Mike, you're up with your long shot. What do you got? I'm going to go to the SEC. I'm taking a big number. You talked about guard play, Patrick. Give me Florida at 60-1, to two-point guards hey. that, that lead the offense here. Both of them shoot over 35% from three. You want big wins? They beat Kentucky. They beat Auburn. They've got two big games to close it out, so we can see these odds shorten drastically if they're able to win both of these games in the two of their last three. I think Florida at 61 has, has some value. Okay. My long shot family play. We're betting as a family here. Ever heard of somebody named Danny Sprinkle? You should. Montana State to Utah State. All of a sudden he gets to Logan and it's a tremendous league this year. He's got him sitting atop the Mountain West. How many points returned from last year's squad? Exactly zero. What happened to their best player, Stephen Ashworth? He went to Creighton. So what does Sprinkle do? Dustin, don't say anything. Darius Brown, the senior guard from Montana State. Ozabor, who's a stud. He brought a player from Indiana. He brought a player from Oregon. And he is sitting atop the Mountain West. Well, you might say, Patrick, Mountain West at 100 to 1? Well, you remember last year, San Diego State made a run. So I guess I'm two for two with Houston and Utah State, even though only one can win a national championship. So I contradicted myself. Utah State, big guy. I've had a debate. One of my teams oh. plays in Utah. Oh, you want me to react to that? Utah State? No, no, no. I, I like it when you slow roll it. Let's go. We. <laughs> We got cocky Patrick on a Friday. Well, no, this he's so. No, I had a lot of caffeine. And I, I dude, I'm over. He, he's telling. He calls me in the middle of the night to wake me up to ask me if I know what Utah State did last night. 3 a.m. phone calls. Did you see what Sprinkle did? You see, see his maneuvering late in the game. Be, be, best off a timeout. Great on the side sideline inbounds. Sprinkle's the best coach in America. <laughs> Such a liar and a fabricator. Who's your long shot? Uh, I debated between two. One was in Tampa, and they're 300-1 to one in South Florida. They've won 13 in a row. 
They are an absolute wagon, and no one's talking about them. However, I thought I'd be realistic, and I'd go, I don't know what direction from where Utah State is, because I don't know where Utah State is, but we're going to go to Ooh. Provo, BYU. They shoot the most threes in the country. They're 50 to 1 to win it all. If they are falling at the right time and they get hot at the right time, they have five guys averaging in double figures. Give me BYU. You See, people are overlooking them because they're not the best team in the Big 12. They're, why are you both laughing? Why are you both laughing at me? Don't be insecure. Uh -oh. Just keep going. You're doing a good job. I love the argument. Keep it they, going, Dustin. They are tough from having gone through the Big 12 schedule. They're not going to be scared Ooh. of some of these mid-majors. They're going to shoot the lights out with the best of them. Let me ride with BYU. <laughs> with the best of them. Um, it's not a terrible uh, – you know what, big guy? This is a big segment for you. Two good ones. Sonic, yeah, would you like to like break his heart? I mean, I don't uh, look 50 to one, 300 to one, Patrick with Utah state, like not bad teams to take flyers with, uh, again, the three point shooting, my biggest issue. I, I don't want teams that are hundred percent reliant on that three point ball. BYU kind of falls into that same category, but they are tested in the big 12, the best conference this year in basketball. So I don't hate that aspect of it. So you hate three pointers. Uh, I hate a team that relies on three pointers. I like three pointers, but I like it when you can score at the rim as well. Mike Samich loves DeMar DeRozan. So DeMar DeRozan doesn't score at the rim. He's a jumper guy. <laughs> I was trying to overlook it. I was trying to protect my guy. But anyway, restate your two teams, Mike, and I'll do my two. Dustin will do his two. We'll come back with our answer. Your two teams for the family. Arizona, 14 to 1 for a short price. Florida, 60 to 1 for a long shot. Houston, seven and a half to one. Lock it up. Utah State, lock it up. 100 to 1. Big guy. Alabama. 25 to 1, BYU 50 to 1. And if you must know, the reason we were laughing is because we both realized as you launched into your BYU explanation midway through, you were trying to figure out which way you were going, and you landed the plane nicely when you said they can shoot the three with the best of them. That was the line of the day. <laughs> they can. The big guy. They've attempted the most threes in the nation. I know, but I just love when I see the brain working. You understand? That is tremendous. If we're being, I like that about you. If we're being honest, though, the brain's working really hard right now. <laughs> it's over time. Most, most people slow down when they're trying to figure out where their sentence is going to end. Dustin speeds it up because he's, he just keeps talking faster. His brain can work. Semicolon negative periods, negative commas, negative. Not when the big guy's talking BYU basketball, people we're back with the answer next and plays for the night. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal. Unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. 
Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's up, Sharp Money? This is Alan Bell from Drive the Line, and we have one college baseball parlay for you tonight on Friday that you should jump on, and here is why. We're going to put together two leg money line parlay. Auburn money line, Texas A&M money line. Both of those found at DraftKings when put together, plus 123. Auburn hosting UConn, a team that, while UConn is not bad for a Northeastern team, we don't really see too many of those that jump up the rankings in college baseball. They're not bad. That being said, Auburn, much, much better, found themselves jumping in the top 25 for the first time this week and down there on the Plains should handle their business on a Friday night. We're also going to play Texas A&M Moneyline in a tournament in Arlington, which is essentially a home game for the Aggie faithful there against Arizona State. Arizona State 2-4 and four on the season, and quite frankly, just not that good of a team. Texas A&M, one of the best teams in college baseball. You could find them sorting up the top 25 rankings and will continue to do so. So let's put those two together. Texas A&M, Auburn, DraftKings, plus 123. Let's go. Two-teamer, Auburn, Texas A&M, Allen Bell, thank you very much. Also, DraftKings, he mentioned it, so why don't you go place the bet? This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5 and get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. If your first bet loses, download the DraftKings app and use the promo code VSIN, V-S-I-N, when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. We welcome you back here on Sharp Money, presented by DraftKings. Alan Bell, thank you very much. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles, the big guy downtown Las Vegas at the D, and Mike Samich, host of The Handle, vcin.com host and betting analyst. Just a quick plug for Alan Bell, big guy. What do we got? Driving the line on YouTube. That's his program. That's his channel. That's where all of his best plays will live. I heard the arguments during the break. We had some drama on the voting for our tournament team as a family, and the winner... Dustin, I'm sorry. I'm doing this for him because he is a guest. He's our friend. We're going to go Florida 60 to 1. It feels like the most reasonable. Okay? Dustin, you can fight me on it, but it feels like the most reasonable at 60 to 1. Look at the smile. You're crestfallen, big guy. (laughs) That team wasn't even on my radar for like, if you would have said you could pick 50 bets that DraftKings has listed, they wouldn't have been in my top 50 thoughts, Florida. But I'm a team player. I'm going to ride with it. And when the ticket cashes, I'll apologize to Mike. Hmm. Samich, would you like to take your flowers? I, I appreciate it. Thank you for selecting Florida. We'll all appreciate it once we cash that ticket. No, I can't wait for them to lose <laughs> in the first round. It's going to be the best. I'm going to be so obnoxious. Yeah, 100%. Let's see. Who is, who is, you want to go BYU uh, head-to-head for a dinner? BYU versus Florida. Who gets further? No, I don't eat dinner anymore. <laughs> he's, okay. he's he's not eating until the first NFL game of the year because of the weight loss contest. Okay, mm-hmm. let's do nice this. Excuse. Yeah, it is a it is a convenient excuse. Big guy, we'll get to your props. I know we have the plug with some um, soccer action over the weekend, but big guy, what do you have on the prop market tonight? Yeah, look, two point plays for me. Vince Williams Jr. Uh, JJJ Triple J. Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to be out for Memphis tonight. Uh, in all three games, he's been out. Vince Williams Jr. averaged 18 points per game. His prop is set at 15 and a half. Also factor in no Luke Kennard, no John Conchar for the Grizz. And I like Williams when he has the ball in his hands to make things happen. 15 and a half points feels a little bit low. I do have one more prop, and it's from another bad player for, or bad team, decent player in the same game, and that's Portland's Jeremy Grant. 
over 23 and a half points. Scoot Henderson's not going to be playing. No DeAndre Ayton as well tonight for the Trailblazers. In games without Scoot, the last four, he's averaged 27.4 points per game. Got over that total in all but one of them. And who in the front court for Memphis is going to defend him when Jaron Jackson Jr. is out? So Jeremy Grant over 23 and a half points. Vince Williams uh, over 15 and a half points. And don't watch the game because you couldn't pay me to watch those two teams play basketball. Tremendous job. Big guy, Samich, you and I are on the same game here. Air Force, nice little school, went to the pit at New Mexico and won straight up. But that's not going to happen against my Utah State team in Logan. Utah State lane 17 and a half. Remember, they didn't play over the weekend. Very rested. Here comes Air Force, Mr. Samich. Yeah, an important game for Utah State, too. They've got three games to close it out. They face New Mexico in the final game, but they've got Air Force tonight, San Diego State, or San Jose State, I'm sorry, uh, as their second to last game. Two of the worst teams in conference. Because it's San Jose State next time out, this is not a look ahead spot for Utah State. It's a game they need because they are currently at the top of the standings. I think they absolutely roll. And this is a team that has been able to blow teams out as well. They've blown out this specific team before by 22. They have multiple wins by 19 on the year. Uh, they, they do not mind beating people down in these type of situations. So we'll just uh, we'll sprinkle a little bit on Utah State here, Patrick. And good job by you with College of Charleston yesterday. Rocking chair. Did we get a meme from Samich? Hell yes, we did. Hopefully we get one on Loyola of Chicago tonight hosting the Flyers of Dayton Samich. Yeah, Loyola Chicago catching a point and a half. This is a big time matchup. Both teams uh, tied for second in the conference, both sitting at 12 and three. All of Dayton's losses have come on the road. Loyola Chicago been very, very good at home. Uh, this is the first time these two teams are playing. So it's a monster spot here, especially coming down the stretch. I think Loyola Chicago able to get the job done at home. And we're going we're gonna to go against that Dayton team on the road. Much better team at home. They struggle when they're on the road. They're going to struggle tonight against Loyola Chicago. Loyola Chicago, big guy. It's time for the plug. Andy, the plug. He's our soccer slash football plug. Of course, hundreds of games across Europe, South America, MLS, a full slate tomorrow. Go ahead, Dustin. What do we got? You know, he's from the Plus Money podcast where you can find him breaking down all these games. This is him hitting all of Europe. Andy, the plugs pitch sharp money family plays. What's up, Sharp Money? Here's some of my favorite picks for the weekend. We're going to Nottingham Forest, taking on Liverpool. A lot of injuries for Liverpool. One of their senior fit strikers, Luis Diaz. Four shots in the match, plus 155. Love the value here. This is hitting four out of his last five for Liverpool. they got a lot of injuries. They're going to need him to step up big time in this one. We're going to a parlay, plus 123. Two games in the Premier League, Newcastle versus Wolves, both teams to score. That's hit in eight out of the last ten for Newcastle and in their last six matches. It's hit in four out of the last five head-to-head -head between Newcastle and Wolves, and it's hit in five out of the last ten for Wolves. The other leg of that is Tottenham Moneyline against Crystal Palace at home. Uh, that's hit in their last four head-to-head -head matches. Our last one, we're going back to Italy, same one that we got last weekend. Roma, team total over one and a half, plus 112. It's hit in their last six straight Serie A matches. Those are the plays for the weekend. Is, he, is Andy the plug doing Samich shtick with the backward cap? And by the way, you would never guess it, but Andy the plug with the beard and the hat, he lives in Brooklyn. I'm just playing. You would have totally guessed he lives in Brooklyn by the way he looks. No, he, was, he told me he was doing home improvements. That that is that is swept the network, Samich. The idea you were hanging drapes and needed a backward hat for it. I get it. You guys are too bougie to do some housework. I understand. You don't you don't understand the labor that it goes to do this kind of stuff. And I'm not going to shower and then put these do a video and then put these up and then shower again. You're killing me. Unbelievable. Okay. If All you the hard work the and blue collar people out there get it. Yep. Yeah, no, when I think of blue collar, I think of Mike Samich. The plug, if you <laughs> missed those plays, you can go to vcin.com slash picks. Just like when I think of blue collar, I think of me and my Wolf of Wall Street jackpot haircut. Uh, you can, of course, go to vcin.com slash picks. All the picks are loaded over there. Big guy, before we get out of here, let's close some tabs. All right, yesterday, you gave him compliments, Mike Samich. We had work hard Mike yesterday. We've had sassy Mike. We've had spicy Mike. We had midlife crisis Mike, which reminds me of the office where we had prison Mike. Uh, Mike Samich, have you ever gone to prison? Have you ever been arrested? I have never been arrested, never even been in a holding cell for a night. Oh. I'm fast. I, I get away with it. Well, Patrick, <laughs> Live a little. Yeah, Patrick's not welcome in Myrtle Beach. It's a story for another day. <laughs> no, true story. I was thrown in a prison cell 1996 with Lawrence Taylor in a Myrtle Beach prison. Kids, don't do this at home.
Dustin, what else? Did you ask for an autograph? No, I was just calling my dad crying like, dude, could you wire me some money? Uh, there are two Frenchmen who are favored for Defensive Player of the Year. France could have used them in the 1940s. Boom. I thought it was a good one. A little history for you. Uh, you said Dustin's been doing cardio in the morning, beating the street. Better than my meat. You know, I am excited to see the French national team at the Olympics. <laughs> what about you, Patrick? That's going to be a fun little basketball tournament. Uh, Patrick made the comparison between Michael Penix Jr. and Tua because they're both lefties. Some other great lefties that came to mind. Steve Young, Mark Brunel, Boomer Esiason, Ken Stabler, Scott Mitchell, Tim Tebow, Matt Leinart, Jared Lorenzen. Did I miss any? I know you were talking about the French national team at the Olympics, but I was too busy working on my resume. So I apologize, Mike. I couldn't respond because I'm pretty sure I'm not going to have a show after this. Anything else, Dustin? Uh, Gonzaga hasn't made, hasn't missed the tournament since 1998. Did you know in 1998, the movies that came out, Armageddon, There's Something About Mary, and Saving Private Ryan. I prefer Saving Ryan's Privates. Okay, good stuff, Dustin. Thanks. Doubling down. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yep, that was... Anyway, BYU for the big guy. Uh, uh, Mike Samich, open. <laughs> when can we watch the handle quick this weekend? We got uh, me and Stormy tomorrow, 9 a.m. noon Eastern, and we've got JBT and I set Sunday, 9 a.m. noon Eastern. We'll see you on Monday. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.